All right, we are back with another episode of Lost in the Deep End. Um, I'm Mike Turpin, and I'm here with Matt Bressler. I guess I better tell you guys uh, where you can find us, too. If you want to find us on Instagram, we're probably never going to have a page dedicated just to this podcast because then it would just be a whole other thing for people to follow. I don't mind promoting it on mine where I already have a circle of people for this. So I am at the psychedelic athlete on Instagram and Matt, you can say yours. I know the end is different. Yeah, I am at tall and awkward and, but it's just endy tall endy awkward. Cool. So I know we want to talk about general goals. Last time we had a conversation about relationship stuff. I didn't Mm -hmm. actually listen back to that episode and I know you didn't. I don't even think I sent anything to you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. No. Have you listened to any of the first one at all? Yeah, I did listen to that a little bit. Did you bit. like the way it went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I liked that a lot actually. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded good. I, I like that one. I have not listened to the second one. The only thing I thought in retrospect is we didn't really delve into the dynamic of an actual relationship. Um, mm-hmm. I've never done that extremely successfully, but it's never been an over over problem it's just kind of ran its course or it, it didn't work out yeah. but i will say that for me the reason i talked so much about breaking the ice and that sort of thing is anymore that is the most difficult part for me yeah definitely that's the most awkward part like that's the most uncomfortable part for me too so i know we touched on that i like to at the beginning of the episode just look briefly back on our other uh episodes that we've done if there's anything in the meantime that we've thought about but No, the only thing I'll say is on the first one, I've definitely thought about a good bit about how involved I was in drama growing up and my drama teacher and all that. I touched on that on the first episode. Since talking about that, since listening back, I'm realizing, man, what a role model of the time, an in-person person who I wanted to be maybe if not more like received well from and I kind of sought approval in not an overly forced way, but you get the idea. Yeah. I definitely appreciated that relationship a lot. And it was a very pivotal person to meet uh, because, she, like I said, not only did she get me into performing, that led me to pretty much every other thing I ever did. It was sort of related to that drama sort of thing. I even think, in a way, getting into this, like the the MMA, the podcasting, so many things led from that. So I thought I would circle back to that. But today, we want to talk about uh, some goals. I thought today uh, would be a good good time just to kind of lay some groundwork for some things either we've been thinking about that we want to do, maybe some stuff we've been procrastinating on, maybe where we see ourselves in the future, maybe not mm-hmm. something we've actually set goals into place, but just knowing where we would like to be in the future. So, Matt, I... Uh, I think it'd be a good idea to do this today because then it's an accountability because we can, we can circle back to this, see how we're doing certain things. We might say, put out there, Hey, I would like to do this. And then we can check up how it's been. So let this be an accountability for goals episode. Hopefully we don't mess up too bad. (laughs) Is there anything that you think of off the bat that you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, you can start and I'll think about it, but there are a couple things, but Okay, well, well, right off the bat, I immediately think about the things I'm in the middle of. This is a bit long-term, and I would like to quickly cover a few more short-term things. 
-hmm. Obviously, long term, I would love to have my own gym space of sorts or be the head of sorts of a gym culture, whether Mm -hmm. it is lifting, you know, that, that sort of strength and conditioning, whether it is more somewhat yogic in practice, if I develop that kind of stuff, the the jujitsu, the martial arts, but ideally it would be a place of all of the things that I'm into. And if it was my space, there would probably be a variety of classes and a variety of practices going on, Mm -hmm. at least in a training sense, maybe not, maybe not a, a class for everything, but maybe you could take sessions of all sorts, especially right, right. if I had the space for it. Shit, if it was my space, I could have somebody, let's say I was a better guitarist or if somebody wanted to do guitar lessons at the space, who really cares if it's at an hour when nobody else is going to be there? Yeah. Or So it would be nice to just have a workspace where I could train people mm-hmm. in anything that I wanted to make money on. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be very ideal. And I'll give you a couple quick short-term ones before mm-hmm. maybe we trade back and forth. But I know that in the short term, this, I've been thinking about it like podcasting has been something I've talked about since the last one ended. Yeah. And I even said back then that I wanted to get something going that was a little bit bigger than what we were doing. I wanted to get something going that I felt like I could really put my all into and there might be a return. And not only do we have this podcast going, I now... I'm in the process of starting another podcast and uh, with with a guy that was in... I don't think we actually talked completely about that, did we? Uh, I don't think we talked about it at all. Okay, I don't think we talked about it. So I have a podcast going with a guy named Jeff Siegel, who... This is a a funny story. I'm not going to go too, too in-depth on this because it's something we'll probably talk more about eventually. But Jeff was in the band Dog Fashion Disco that I saw all the time growing up. And I loved them. It was a huge part of my life. And I just knew him well from a fan's perspective back then. Well, I have this psychedelic athlete Instagram page. Jeff is on there, recognized the psychedelic athlete and the psychedelic athletic content, and just kind of wanted to know who I was, what the page was. Come to find out since Dog Fashion Disco, he has been involved in psychedelic investing, uh, marijuana investing. He's wrote stuff for that, you know, that's been in high times. He is a financial advisor and deals with a lot of topics, I mean, of that sort of thing. He's also very into politics and is kind of a uh, very socially leftist libertarian would be the best way probably to describe it. But regardless... He saw all this stuff, saw that I had done some podcasts. We had a conversation. He wanted to do a podcast with me. I was like, that's actually perfect timing. And it's the thing that I'm probably best equipped to do out of everything. I think I have a pretty good knack for or this is like an energy I'm, I'm good at maybe relaying information verbally, whatever it is. I like, I like it. I don't mind doing it. It's easy. And it just kind of comes out of me. Yeah. So I like podcasting. So I have another podcast going on. It's uh, called, at least right now, we're probably going to stick with this. It's called Kinda Libertarians, but I'm going to, I'll later 
officialize that if that's a word. But enough about that podcast. Let's talk about this. I have a. I just have a vision for this podcast that it, it's important to talk about uh, because it is a big goal of mine. I was already talking to a guy, and I was like, "What's the big deal if, like, for instance, we did the the deep cuts thing? Well, we can do an episode like that." any platform, like a Zoom call, the way I record these other podcasts or a Google video call or whatever. So I talked to this guy, Rob Bernanke, uh, about doing a jujitsu episode. And it's like, even if you're not able to be here, you might not even want to be involved in the jujitsu yeah. conversation because it's just going to be that. Like, what's to stop me from recording stuff? And like I said, originally, at first we were like, hey, we should do a podcast and then we could have other podcasts and maybe it would inspire me to have other podcasts. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, no, that's not really like me. What if we just put it all on one yeah. podcast? Like if I record something, like one of the things could be Mike rants. <laughs> I mean, if you ever felt so inspired, yeah, it's a platform yeah. where we could release episodes of things where I'm not on it. Like it's not even a, a me thing, but it just got oh, me yeah. thinking of what I can use this platform for and how many different subcategories, what, what really inspired me to do that was how Joe Rogan has his MMA shows. So he has like shows that are not numbered in JRE, uh, sequence. They're, right. they're sequenced separately through, uh, JRE MMA. So they're a whole nother listing of episode number, et cetera. It has its own name. Every episode you see that subcategory or that, that subtitle, and that really, I started thinking about that. And it's like, dude, there could be eight different branches, you know? And then if somebody's subscribed and they see one that they don't like, they just don't listen. Yeah, exactly. And then they know what it is because it's like labeled. It's yeah, just a exactly. Whole so, and if we, if I stay on topic, the jujitsu people would definitely like the jujitsu episodes because it wouldn't be at all about psychedelics. It wouldn't be at all about anything else that I probably would use it for mm -hmm. if all I had was a jujitsu podcast. Right, right. And like what I talked to Rob about, he's really interested, and I've heard him talk on podcasts. He's really interested on learning. Learning being like the skill of learning. There's a name for it. People who are good at learning. Right. There's books on it. The study, like studying learning is a thing. But there's a name for somebody who is efficient or is skilled at learning or is taking that on as a, as I guess a, a, a hobby or an interest or even a trade, mm -hmm. the, this, that sort of thing. And he's pretty well versed in it. And I was like, you know, you could do this jujitsu episode and then we could do a normal episode where we talk about whatever. And maybe we touch on like have a specific topic that we're generally talking about. And I was like that to him. And he's like, dude, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, I would, you know, I would love to do that. So that I see the podcast really becoming something. It's just so easy to do. And once I get in the habit of doing it and why not? Yeah. Seriously. You know, I have a lot of other goals. Uh, let, let's see. Is there anything that you want to get out now? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is I want to like record more music, um, either my own music or with Blank Slate, which we're kind of at like a little stop right now. But I definitely want to finish that album. And like that's a short term goal. Like I want this to happen really soon. Um, that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, let me think of what else. Well, well, how many original songs do you have? So, for, for you, not me personally, just, let's just think solo album, you, that like I would, your own music. 
there's probably like five or six that I would want to record like right now that I think are like ready to be recorded right now. Um, yeah. Would you be interested in adding a couple instrumental sort of things to oh, it? Oh yeah, definitely. That, that, that's a good, that's a good idea. Honestly, I could definitely like do some cool instrumental stuff for a couple songs also. Right. Just to kind of make it a little bit, uh, a little lengthier. Yeah. And play to your, to your extreme some, skills. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Give me a little chance to play around with some stuff. Yeah. So is it something that you think you would want to record? Uh, myself. If it I, was your solo stuff, or do you think you would just want to have somebody else do it? Yeah, I think I would want to have somebody else, like a, a, and definitely someone else to help me, like think of how to put it all together, like because that's something I'm not entirely great at, or just skilled at, or really just have a lot of experience with. I think, like putting so like recording songs and putting them all together like that. But yeah, yeah. Now, as far as blank slate goes. You said that you guys started an album. Is that including yeah. songs from the EP that was released? Yeah, we re we actually re-recorded every song on the EP, um, and and probably like six or seven more songs as well. Or like started, we had actually a really good chunk of it done. Almost all of it was done, besides like final touch up and some and like doing the vocals. So I don't know though, but yeah. Where I think we're going to try and re-record stuff, or I don't actually know where we're set standing right now or what we're going to do. Yeah, no, that's an interesting goal. I, I think about that, too. Um, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I, I put it in my head like I want to do it soon, so I consider it, and I feel like I'm in constant preparation for recording. But realistically, I know it's probably best to continue to wait like little by little, or, or I mean, it's one thing to record mm -hmm. a couple songs, but to like really put out something remotely official maybe I would have to see the quality that comes out of a test recording. I would right. have to see where I would sound in a somewhat studio setting when I'm just laying down a track for this, when you get multiple takes mm -hmm. to see what I can do in that process before I can really commit to that. But it's something I consider, you know, I write a, a decent amount of originals yeah, and I would be curious what would happen. And the whole original idea of, Mike Turpin and the mm -hmm. actual musicians was not just a moniker to play under. It would be cool to record stuff and get people yeah, who are actual musicians to lay down tracks. Like, obviously I play with you all the time. Mm -hmm. You would play on any track that, that we did, but there could be people oh, that yeah, add man. to it. And, mm -hmm. and who knows what would happen, how yeah, many I tracks there could idea. be. It would be a totally different sound than what we've done live, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of the people would would probably add to it. I would hope to pick people that would add to it in a way that would make a sound that I would only like more. Exactly, and yeah, we could pick. We have so many people we know that that could just do some really cool stuff or like contribute some really cool things to to a, an album like that and make it like really unique and and the songs really different and cool and like a way that I don't think a lot of people do. Yeah, I definitely, I, it, that is a big goal of mine. Um, you know, in, in short term stuff, I just moved to a new place mm -hmm. and I have generally been keeping it, especially since you've been mainly the only person who's been coming over the past, you know, few weeks or so. I've been generally keeping on track of keeping it yeah. somewhat consistently tidy to some level. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I want to get more set up, but I just don't want to let it become a mess. Like, mm-hmm. like at my old place where yeah, it was, yeah. you know, I should have been more on top of that there. And then I've been doing a really good job of keeping my car not messy, but I don't want to let those things I can't believe how much it stresses me out. And you realize it when you're not that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's another thing I could probably stand to improve on. I've been trying to do that like a little bit more, but I could, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, how does it feel when you just spend like three hours organizing and cleaning up? Like, doesn't that just change your state of existing? (laughs) Yeah, it does. It feels really good. (laughs) And then like, you know, everything is like, it just looks good. And like, you know, yeah, I love cleaning on my car too. Like, after it's done. <laughs> yeah, it 100%. <laughs> if, I hope this dog is not on mic. I don't think he is. <laughs> He's behind me. Uh, Connor's going to be a running thing on the show. I tried putting him in the other side of the room, but he yeah. got on the couch behind me. He does but, what he wants. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Especially when there's people over. He just does not care about listening. Um, yeah, you know, it's a goal of my. Right as I say that, he drops this toy. Over there with it, buddy. Go lay down. Go to your bed. Lay down. Who's a good boy? What a champion. Uh, Yeah, I definitely want to be able to consider him. Since moving, I've spent more time with him. I'm with him on all of his walks. So every time he goes to the bathroom, I'm right there ready to grab his poop. (laughs) You know, like I'm, I'm with him more and it makes me realize that I should be with him even more. Part of when I got him, I realized like... Part of the reason I took him in is because he wasn't really at a place where anybody was able to or wanted to do a whole lot with him. Yeah. So I figured offering him the any energy I could, but like just purely positive and purely just trying to have a good connection with him, it would probably be more beneficial for him than constantly being around people who either can't or don't want to. I think somebody was even allergic or who knows that was just maybe like here, we're allergic. No, (laughs) but it just, it worked out. But now that I've had him for a little while, he's getting a little older. I've had him for over two years now going on three, something like that over, over two years, I think. Um, yeah, just over two years, maybe. Well, regardless, you know, it's, I want to do more with him this summer. I want to try to take him on more hikes. I want to not be as busy during weekday nights. Like I haven't been going to the gym at the nighttime, right? you know, just to be here with him. So that's kind of like a goal for me as well yeah, to look after him. him. Yeah. 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 That's a good one too. Yeah. I definitely want to, I get, I get freaking lean every summer and then Every winter, I'll get a li- varying degrees of huskier, depending. But I just want to like stay below whatever weight, maybe like maybe like five pounds under where I'm at now. Once I get below two forty consistently, or maybe two thirty five. Once I'm below that, I just want to commit to not getting above that. Right. So I can get as low under that as I want, but I don't ever want to get above it. Mm-hmm. Maybe two forty is actually a pretty good number to not want to get above, but ideally that would mean staying below two thirty five, so you don't screw that up. Like you don't have a weekend <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and fuck it up. So I think I should just say two thirty five, but realize it's two forty. Right. So I'm committing to that notion. You know, it's weird. It's weird 
what makes it so hard? Do you find like it's hard to follow through with certain goals or it's definitely a thing that people have? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to do something and you know it'll be good for you and it's just hard to do it. I don't know why. Yeah, it's hard to follow through sometimes. Yeah, what the heck is that? Why is that the case? So many people struggle with that and... I think it gets chalked up to, you know, some sorts of what people describe as the depression and the whatever the hell. But it seems like so many people have trouble sticking to any sort of goals. And I'm not like that, but I still feel that way about myself. Yeah, sometimes there's certain things like there's certain goals that I'm I'm very like focused on, but certain things that you let it slip and like you don't want to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I would love to, especially once this landscaping season's over, because I've been helping out the guy that I that I work for. I say helping out. I mean, he's helping me out, too. Right. But he needed a guy to work for him full time, and a guy quit on him right before COVID. Oh, yeah. So I've been a landscaper full time since COVID started. It's worked out for me because it was easy to fill that void of personal training clients lost. Like right. who knows what would have happened entering COVID or what I would have had to do. Yeah. I would have found something, but my life would have been much more difficult if it were not for this situation. So I'm doing another landscaping season with him. I enjoy doing it. I like the work. Mm-hmm. I like, I like being around him, but I, I just straight up, I want to make more money. I feel like right. The 30s, I feel like by the end of my 30s, I want to have made a lot of money where I'm able to live an abnormally comfortable life from there out. Like, even if I have to continue to bust my ass, like, I want to be comfortable by 40 in a way where money is just not something I'm remotely insecure, worry about. What a a dream. Yeah, yeah. What a dream that would be. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. So um, that's something that I want to figure out. I've had a lot of like ideas. I, I like the idea of that starting my own rash guard company, mm-hmm. like yeah. the psychedelic stuff with that. Who knows what will happen with opportunities and what things will come up. But damn, if I wouldn't love to make more money. <laughs> I've considered getting into sales. Yeah. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. something I've ever really been in where there's like the high ceiling sales. Like I, right, I made, right, right. I did really well on commission working at a GNC once. Like right. I hit, I was the best at what like their goal percentages of like types of products to sell, price per transaction, all that kind of stuff. And then the things that had commission, I would always make the most commission per hour in like our whole region. Yeah. But I've never had that sort of car salesman selling heavy equipment, hot tub salesmen, whatever people do, selling roofing. But I don't know if you've heard of a lot of those things, but those are pretty common sales jobs. And some of those jobs, like I have a friend and he sells roofing and he makes 10% of his sales. So when you think that a guy is making 10% of the total number of what it costs to replace a roof and some of these people are getting expensive roofs, there are times where he makes sales where he will make over 10 grand in a sale. Damn. I mean, I think he's told me he's made double that. I think he's told me he's made over. One time he was like, dude, I just had a sale. He's, well, he told me, he goes, I can't believe you're not in sales like me. That's what he said. <laughs> because you would be perfect at my yeah, job. I could totally see you being a good salesman. Like, 
Yeah, definitely. So I've thought about that, and he basically just told me whatever he made in that one month. And I've been to his house. His wife, I don't even know. If, I don't even think his wife works. He's got kids. He's got a nice pad, and he sells roofing. He has a company vehicle. He goes out. He takes a couple measurements. He tells them what the price is, and that's really all he does. And they line mm-hmm. up sales for him to go look at every day. Damn. Yeah, I mean, he works full time selling roofing. And he's a, he's a top, he's one of the top salesmen or he's, he's the only salesman maybe with this company. I don't know how it works, but regardless, you know, that that's how a lot of these roofing companies work. And, and you do get to make a decent amount of money more on that than some things. But I mean, like even cars, you know, if they're going to pick somebody to talk to, there's like an element that they're looking for, a sociability, people they want to talk to. A lot of salesmen are, it's not people that you would want to buy from. Yeah. They're not people like that. Like maybe some most realtors have a decent personality and all that. But when I go to like car lots and I've the car salesman I've talked to, I'm like, man, you are not Mr. Salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're it's not true. you're not Mr. Car Salesman. Even if it would be I mean, I would hate the idea of having to be a bartender or something tip based like that. Mm-hmm. But I could even see if I was that would be a little bit I would rather something with a high ceiling, but I'm just saying like any way I can save some fucking money and get some stuff going where I can then make some sort of moves to then make more money. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the American dream? Yeah. 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 Once you have like a a little bit of money going, then you start to make more money. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that really covers a lot of the big goals that I've been thinking about, but I wonder what holds me back sometimes. It makes sense right now. Like I can explain why I'm doing what I'm doing professionally. I can explain why I'm not in these fields, but like eventually something has to give and I can't make a reason why I can't work in this trade or get hooked up with this union and be like the other people who are fucking successful or have (laughs) made it. Yeah. So eventually I need to flick the switch and just start doing the things that I know I can and achieving the goals that I want in that way with, I know it's probably an odd thing to to stress over, but damn, that just makes life easy. I'm the perfect candidate to have enough money where I can just do whatever I want because then I get to do all this stuff. A lot of people don't know what they, they're like, I don't know what I would do if I retired. Like, oh my God, I could live the amount of, Connor, get over here. Do you want to go to your room? Come up here and lay down. <laughs> God, Connor break. We got a Connor break. I'm deciding whether or not I'll put him in his room or not. I think we can get him to hold off. Just hold off like 10 minutes. We don't have to go much longer. We don't have to do a long episode. This was a cool one to get down. We don't have a ton of time anyway. We're going to an open mic in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to record another episode. We technically officially launched the podcast is there anything so like music is definitely your big yeah thing, my big right? goal yeah Connor <laughs> go to your room that is like the precursor to that's basically essentially be good to him <laughs> and then the next step is actually going to his room so going to your room is like one of the only things where I like I'll say it and then he just needs to know he needs to act good you better be good that one I should just say that Oh, yeah. Another goal I have is like I want to move out of my parents' house. I want to make enough money to do that, and that is definitely a goal for the short term too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You're good. No, but 
Yeah, that sucks, dude. I, I could not imagine when I before I moved here, I was I, I was really thinking about what am I gonna do? I almost moved in with my buddies mm-hmm. where it would have just been me in like a small bedroom and I wouldn't have had like really any space for storage. Right. And I would have had to get rid of Connor. Oh yeah. And then if I was willing to do that, was it like worth it? If I was already going to downsize all the way to a bedroom, should I just move in with my fucking dad for like six months and save some money? Right. And I was thinking about all that stuff. Like do I, should I move into like an extended stay hotel? Because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to, get a place that was substantial or something I wanted to right, sign right. a lease on. You know, a lot of these leases are a couple years, yeah, whatever. Yeah, commitment. Yeah. yeah. So, and then it just worked out that I got this place that's yeah. very roomy and this is nice, awesome and ideal. Like, dude, I could see myself living here for a while. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it. Um, so living with your parents is, you've always lived with your parents though, right? Did you ever live away? Uh, I did live away when I went to college and then, I lived away for a little bit after that with my friends. But yeah, I mean, I pretty much always lived with my parents. How was it after you lived out and first moved back? Did that suck or was it like, was it kind of convenient? What did it feel um, like? It did kind of suck. It felt kind of sucky just to be going back. Like it did. I, I felt kind of like I sh- shouldn't be like moving back in with my parents or just like felt guilty about it. Oh yeah, just like a shot to your ego. To yeah, agree. definitely. Yeah, just it's a so shot to common. Ego. So many people. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy how many people bet you more and more live with their parents. Yeah, I actually know a lot later. of people who live with like people I went to high school and college with who still live with their parents. So, <laughs> but it's just yeah. <laughs> when I was young, the way I looked at people who are my age is not the way people who are my age are. <laughs> That's true. I think you're right. You set an expectation for when you're a certain age that you're going to be like this or that or like, but yeah. We have all failed my expectations. (laughs) I mean, pretty much like the, what I thought was going to happen, maybe like 5% of my graduating (laughs) classes there. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was just a given. Of course you would make enough money. You'd have your wife, you'd have your kids. You'd have your spare. Life would just be like easy. Your spare vehicles, your lawn, (laughs) your every, you'd have your, this whole thing set up. Life would be great as far as that goes. I mean, I like a lot of things about my life that I didn't anticipate. Right, that also is true for me. But yeah, I agree. I thought, yeah, did not think it would be like this. (laughs) No. Is there anything else you want to set a goal for, set in in place? God, that fucking dog is just making so much racket. I don't even know if you can hear that. Probably a little bit, but not that bad. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm not sure I have very very many other goals I can think of. I mean... Yeah, I'm cool with keeping this fairly short and tight. Yeah. And to the point, um, there's nothing else too much that I uh, I want to cover. That That's a lot. And there's things that we can continue to unpack as, as they unravel or things now that we might mm-hmm. continue to update on. Right. But it was nice to get some of that stuff out there. Even some of the bigger picture stuff. I'm yeah. the type of person I just need to get it out there and say I'm going to do it. That's yeah. what made this podcast come into fruition. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had said it enough times. Mm-hmm. And then I have a commitment that if you ever make pipeline dreams on Molly that remotely makes sense, you can't just let them seem like they're Coke dreams. They're yeah. not Coke dreams. You they're have Molly to follow dreams. through. Yeah, they're, they're a little more clear. Yeah, they make yeah. a little more sense. You should follow through on them. 
<laughs> I remind myself that. That's a good point. You have to make, you have to say them so that you can other people can hold you accountable for that. Yeah, my, my life is just me following through of everything I said that was a good idea to do on Molly, <laughs> and here we are. Here yeah. we are. Um, but kind of true. So, yeah, I guess thank you for listening. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. You'll be in tune for some a variety of episodes. Hopefully. We at least have one normal one like this a week to release and then additional content as well. Maybe one to two additional episodes of varying backgrounds and mm-hmm. varying sub names and who cares. But um, I might, like I said, I might even start one where I do like little Mike rant bullshit and maybe kind of get it off of my Instagram some like some of the stuff I talk about on there, I might channel through a podcast. Oh thing. yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Or I mean, even doubling up on so not that I want to release the same content, but there might be some that might be served better or just as easy to hear via audio. So, right, right. We'll see. Athletic rants, psychedelic rants. <laughs> Keep those short though, maybe like uh, five to twenty minutes, something like that. But cool, awesome. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Click subscribe. Tell your friends and your mom.